Welcome to my Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. If this is your first time here, I recorded four episodes especially for you to help you eliminate the fights right away and start connecting with your boy as soon as possible. Go to episodes 54 through 59. I have four boys of my own and I know better than anyone how much you want to have a good relationship with your boy and all the things that can come in your way. If you are a mom of boys, I am the coach for you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. How is it going? I am so excited. I have a couple of cool things going on. And one I want to share with you, a couple of them. So I'll start with one. So I have a birthday coming up in December. It's November right now. But I was thinking that I would love to meet you guys, my listeners, It would be a great birthday present for me, but most importantly, I want to give you the gift of one free session if you come claim it November or December, this 2021. Just because I'm feeling generous and I love giving gifts to people on my birthday, uh, that feels so good and it would be a gift for me too. I want to get to know you. I want to meet you. I want to know what you're experiencing with your boys And I can coach you on anything in life. I've coached people on food, career, confidence, um, health, goals, past, trauma, like really you name it. I can coach you on anything. And so I want to give you that um, option. If you want to, I would love to meet you and get to know you. So um, all you have to do is go to my website, www.com coachingnatalia.com and go to sign up for a free session. So just sign up, pick a time that works for you and uh, you can you can get coached on anything, get the help that you need. Uh, no strings attached, just uh, and I'd like to meet you. So that would be so fun for me and I hope that I can help you as well. I'm sure I can. I just You just have to be willing. So that's what's exciting. And the other part is, uh, on the personal note, I uh, am going with my best friend. We usually do something for my birthday, like shopping, lunch, coffee, kind of like a little day together. But this year, I wanted, I kind of wanted, but also was scared to go try one of those flying places. You know where you go in like a building and they have like this fan on the bottom And basically you fly and the fan kind of keeps you up, like the fan pushes you up. So you feel like you're flying. So I am terrified. We're going this Friday and I booked us in and she's willing to go with me, which I'm grateful, but I'm a little bit scared and I know it'll be fun and I'll be so pumped after, but I'm a little bit scared. It should be fine, right? It's not, it's not high up or anything and I'll have like a professional with me. So I'm kind of excited. This is the year I'm trying new things. I went shooting guns with my other girlfriend once. I'm going to go flying and um, trying all new things this year. So that's what's exciting. But now let's get to the topic that I want to talk to you about. And uh, I coached a client on this yesterday and I thought that I would bring it to you guys because it's something that we all will face, I think, and we're all afraid to face. One day we will think they don't need me anymore, the kids, the boys. 
And Mike, this is what my client was telling me. She actually brought me a problem, a different problem that turned out to be this. This is what a problem. So she was say she was saying she was overeating, uh, drinking more, gaining weight, and she doesn't want to. She wants to not eat, and she was just telling me about it. And through our conversation, it turned out that what was going on in her mind, she just mentioned it like a, by the way, is like, they don't need me anymore. She has two teenage sons. And um, when they come home after school, after work, they just go up to their rooms and she's left in the kitchen by herself. And she's like, well, they don't need me anymore. I'm fine. You know, it's actually nice. I can like, but when we kept on talking, I asked her, how do you feel when you think they don't need me anymore? And a lot of emotion came up for her. And here's what I, the coaching that I gave her is, it's actually not, uh, so it's not anything, um, I didn't give you co- her coaching to change her perspective. I didn't tell her, you know, they still need her sometimes, or it's fine, you'll be fine, right? The coaching that she needed was to spend time with that feeling when she's thinking they don't need me anymore. Because that feeling is prob- for her was sadness, like sorrow, maybe grief. And I think as mothers, we all go through that at some point. And you know, I haven't even gone through that myself, but I, I already am anticipating going through that. My oldest is 10, so I can already see how much he doesn't need me. And I don't want to feel sad when... I think they don't need me anymore. But I know I will one day, my, I will think that and really f- grieve that. I will grieve the fact that they don't need me anymore. And what is um, what happens, what happened for my client and for most of us, intellectually, we anticipate it, we understand, we um like know that it's okay we know that it's good they're moving on they're growing up we did a good job but we don't and so we don't want to spend time feeling sad we just don't we want to distract ourselves from that because that's not a truth that feels by the way it's not the truth it's it's our observation of life but it feels like true to us so we don't want to spend time thinking about that because that doesn't feel good right we've spent years um taking care of them and then one day we feel like we are not needed anymore that i think that needs a lot of processing you need to process that sadness you need to process that upset like just imagine that you are there's a little girl inside of you and she is when she thinks you know they don't need me anymore how does she express it like does she shove it on you know shove it away does she pretend it's fine does she no she's probably just like crying right because she's a little girl and she doesn't know how to not show emotion so the coaching that I gave my client is to spend time feeling that and sitting with that thought and experiencing it and like, how does that feel? And the more we do that, the more we will allow it to go away. Even though we know that that sadness is coming from our thought, okay? So it's coming from that thought that they don't need me anymore, 
um, we can still allow that feeling because it is what is going on for us now. It is the truth of what's going on for us now. And it needs to be addressed because if we try to not feel it, we will we will try to distract ourselves from it, just like my client was eating to distract herself, to feel, to like think about something else. And then once she ate, then she had a whole other problem to solve. I'm overweight. I'd like to stop eating. I'd like to weigh less, right? Then she basically creates this problem to solve that feels better than thinking my kids don't need me anymore. Do you see how that is a relief for her? Or drinking, people do drinking, people do, you know, working out, um, social life, whatever it is that you are doing to escape that. But you can't escape it for long. It always wants to resurface just like a kid crying wants attention. The same thing's happening with your kid inside of you. They want attention. He, she, she wants attention to, to be heard about what she's upset about. So I'll give you an example of mine um, that recently happened with with exact same scenario. Not about the kids, but I had um, basically I was upgrading my laptop uh, operating system, and things went wrong in so many ways that my laptop got wiped, and then I then I finally got it installed after so many troubles and after so many appointments. I got a new operating system. It's working great. And when I tried to find the backup, I thought I had backup in iCloud. I didn't. But good thing that I had a backup on the hard disk. Great. I hooked up the hard disk and the backup would not restore. It just no matter what I did, it would find it and it would try to restore it. And I tried it many different ways through many different like technology adapters and everything. Nothing would work. Nothing would work. My, I cannot have a backup on the hard disk, but I can't restore it on my laptop. And even though for a while I, I was like, oh, you know, well, it's fine. I think I'm fine. I think I have everything I need. I, I don't think I lost that much. So I'm fine. And I kept going through the motions. But one day it just came up when I was tired and I had my guard down, I just broke down. I was so sad that that happened, even though nothing was lost, even though um, like I'm fine, I can still manage. It's just that sadness of the little girl about the laptop, about the fact that that did happen was there and it just came out. And it literally, I felt like a little girl who is upset, you know, about her toy being broken you know, even though there's no consequence to it, it's still, there's still that raw emotion that needed to be processed. And even though it was processed, it was created with my thoughts, like, oh, my laptop got broken or something like that. Even though my thought is creating it, it is still what's true for me in that moment. It's still my true experience that and if I don't let it be processed, don't I don't I shut it down. I don't feel that emotion. I um, I don't allow. I basically I shut myself down. I need to process that emotion, and I can't. I know I can't just switch into um, everything's great. 
And that is what a lot of us, I know, I mean, I've heard it so many times, I, I hope you have too, that a lot of times we don't need to um, change how we're thinking. We just need to process what we're thinking and how we're feeling in that moment. And when we do a proper job of that, the feelings just disappear. You know, you've seen, you've seen kids do that. I'm sure you've done that yourself sometimes when you have a good cry and then you just, the feeling just disappears, right? The same thing here. And I um, want you to pay attention to yourself and ask your inner kid, like, what upsets you today? And you'll be fascinated because I think you'll be surprised that every day, at the end of the day, your kid will be upset about something. It could be something little, it could be something big, but it will be something a little bit, you know, something a little bit. And if you do that emotional clearing out, then it will feel so good and nurturing to you, like you're taking really good care of yourself. I highly recommend that you ask your little kid, hey, what's up, what's bothering you today? Um and listen to the answers and just say, oh, okay, I hear you there. That, that, that sucks. That totally sucks. I'm so sorry that happened to you, right? So that is the coaching that I gave my friend. And you notice how it wasn't anything about the food or the weight loss. It was simply accessing what was actually going on for her. And the food was simply a symptom of her feeling, right? It was a symptom. It was kind of like a little red flag, like, I need attention. Um, please pay some attention to me. Something's going on here, right? And when we looked underneath, we saw that that's what's going on for her. So now the food is not the actual problem that needs to be solved, is her emotional um, well-being, her emotional state that needs some just comfort and hugging and some time to be spent with and then she won't need she won't won't have the need to eat to be distracted she can just be with her life so i hope that's helpful for you and when you are going through something that has to do with your son not needing you i hope you spend the time grieving the times when he did need you you know and and what i mean by it doesn't need you is there I think there are many different levels of that right when the toddlers no longer need you with a bathroom help right or when a um, <clears throat> the kids like teenagers no longer need you to put them to bed you can spend time grieving that part just that part or when your you know son moves away and doesn't need you to you know to cook him meals and give him a home or do his laundry thing and spend time grieving that part and just different stages of need right because we can always find a way where your boy does need you right just like with my client yesterday she said in the evenings the boys don't need her but on the weekends she has to be fully available their teenagers to take them to all their social and sports activities, right? So they definitely do need her. They need her to feed them, to drive them to school. But in that moment, she just felt like they don't need her. 
All right, my friends. Well, I, I really am looking forward to meeting you. I would love to meet you and help you. What it is going on for you. Um, I hope that you are applying this with your relationship with your son. And I would love to hear the success stories. Either shoot me an email uh, at natalia at coachingnatalia.com. Or if you have any questions, also send me questions. I would love to answer any of the, one of them. Uh, and and if you need any help with everything, I'm here for you. I do one-on-one coaching. Uh, and the duration of the coaching always depends on the client. Some clients only need a couple sessions, six sessions. Some clients like to uh, have my help for months, uh, months or even a year. Depending, you know, we, we address the relationships, then we can move on to confidence and we just keep tackling uh, issue by issue. So... Uh, I'm here for you. I am a coach for all of you moms of boys. That is what's dear to my heart. So come talk to me. I want to meet you. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.